B C A B C A B C A B C To Uppy and the Stash. I'm your host, Uppy. With me on this lovely Sunday evening is Stash. How are you doing, my good friend? You know what? I am doing fucking awesome right now. I uh, I just ate and uh, drinking a good beer and hanging out with my good friend yeah. and uh, about to shine some moon or moon some shine right now tonight. What are Sweet. you drinking over there? So I got something new. This is an impulse buy. I went to um, Star Liquor not too far from not too far from my house yesterday. This one comes to us from the East Coast. And it's very, as you can see, no one else can see only, it's a very simplistic label. It is... It's like wine. Yeah. It's a Maine beer company from Freeport, Maine. And it's called another one, and it's IPA. And underneath that, in very, very fine print, it says, do what's right. And you're going to see me take this first sip. It's an open bottle. I have not drank it yet. We talked for a few minutes pre-show. You're going to see my first sip. You know what? It tastes like a damn good pine cone to me. Damn not one nice. a cat has pissed on, but it tastes like a pine cone. Uh, does it taste like a pine cone that you've had to use to wipe your ass with because you ran out of toilet paper in the backcountry? No, no. Oh, okay, those are good pine cones, by the There's way. There's no taste of Colorado in this beer, but... <laughs> <laughs> It is a good beer. <laughs> if, Thank you, Garden of the Gods. <laughs> if uh, if I were to see it again, I would buy it. It's actually not too bad. It's it's not um, it's not too light, and it's certainly not too dark. So, good job, Maine Beer Company. I mean, who knows when this was made? Because sure it took a while to get over here to us on the West Coast. But um, let's talk racism. Well, yeah, Can we talk about racism. So, um, I'm not sure if you see. Well, you probably haven't. You're not on Facebook, but you are on Twitter. You yes, are probably on other social medias. Um, so, sir, uh, sorry, our, our beloved POTUS has been going around over and over and over, saying how he does not have a racist bone in his body. He's the least racist person you've ever met. And amazingly enough, video surfaced of him being on Capitol Hill in 1993. Saying how he was, he was bitching. I think in the context to give the listener some context. Was it the Indians um, one? Indian casino. The, yeah, the Foxwoods Casino, which actually I have an uncle who lives about fifteen minutes from there. Um, it's like one of the largest casinos in North America. And he was bitching about how these people who run this casino don't look Indian to him. Yeah, they don't look in, like Indians to Indians. And so I posted, I posted this to Facebook because. To me, the blatant racism in what he said is undeniable. But yeah. sure enough, I have that one person who says, I want to see the whole clip because I don't get it. This man had more to say. And I'm like, yeah. what could he have said after this to have made what he said on it better? And I've asked this question to this person twice to no avail. Because they're really, logistically, it's just not something you could say after what he said that would make what he said better. 
The racism yeah. isn't him saying Indian instead of Native American. <laughs> the yeah. racism is saying they don't look like that to me. Yeah. And one of the better parts of the clip is the person he was talking to was a congressman or Delaware, a representative yeah. from California. Oh, is that where he was from? California? He was from California. And he says, we've heard this argument before. Like, that's how this has happened in this country. We've heard this before when people would say, oh, you don't look Jewish to me. You don't yeah. look black enough to me. And that, that was all that would determine whether you could get a loan from the bank or a business loan or whatever is the visual test of, where you, you know, where are you Italian? Where are you Irish? Where are you Jewish? Where are you black? And yeah. it's just it's just amazing that people will sit there and say, I need more context to determine if he was racist or not. Yeah, that's just denialism at its at its highest peak. I mean, I, I, I don't even think you have to even go that far back. You just have to go as far back as him. Uh, like I mentioned in my previous statement, you have to just go far back as him testing the waters for his campaign run. Mm-hmm. Right. His birtherism. Yep. At the peak of birtherism. Right. He led the charge. He was going to find Obama's certificate. He was going to show this guy was a fake and a fraud and didn't belong in the highest office uh, in, in, in America. Right. Mm-hmm. And United States politics. So that, that was this thing. Like, that's all you need to know. Like, th- that epitomizes him altogether. And so... The thing is, it's it's not a development, right? People want to say, "Oh man, you de- you developed into this, like like uh, you triggered me into into uh, being this way because I'm tired of your libertards doing this, or uh, you know, <laughs> so I'm going to wear this shirt and do this this way." No, mm-hmm. um, you've always believed that, or you've always had the opinion of that. Um, it's just being reinforced because of what you're watching and you're listening and what you're reading um, reinforces that and. Now they're forcing you uh, to, you know, to, to be triggered in that way. There's nobody standing on your front fucking lawn doing this shit, right? No, mm-hmm. no one, no, that doesn't exist, right? In some cases it might, but those are uh, you know extreme anecdotal. But when it comes down to people going, well, um, I did it because libertards were doing it. And it was like, well, no, you're doing it because you've always had the opinion of it. Mm-hmm. And now you're just acting it out. That's all it is. You're in the third stage, you know. Your first stage was being indoctrinated as a kid or you've had some event. The second stage was you listening to happen to listen to uh, talk radio and media mm-hmm. and whatnot. And the third stage was you acting it out. You're already in it. Right. <clears throat> you're not triggered. You've already believed it. You were in the opinion of it before. You're already there, so, yeah. Yeah, so shut the fuck up with that, you know. <laughs> And this, this is the same person. So the one I was actually directly dealing with, um, this person is so bad that um, they were actually in the running for Idiotville's Idiot of the Week. Um, uh, they they could have yeah. been. They could have been it until uh, Representative Mike Kelly said the dumbest shit thing ever this week. But, yeah, um, I can attest because this is a relative of one of our families. I won't say which family. Um, I know him. He's a good guy. Like politics aside, yeah, extremely brilliant. But I think that's what fails him is his own brilliance. Like he thinks he knows better, and he, he is the testament to what you often say: you are entitled to your own opinions, but you're not entitled to your own facts. And Very he's true. one of those people who confuses the two. 
who thinks his opinion is fact. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get that a lot. Uh, I don't like a credential dropping, but sometimes I'm like, dude, this is what I've studied. You're telling, you're telling someone who's got an advanced degree and mm-hmm. studied this for, you know, this is what he, this is what I, I based my whole educational career on mm. that I'm wrong. All right. You're, it's, it's like laughable. You're like, okay, come on. Like, you know. And, and and I don't like the credential dropping because um what what I feel like it does is like it sort of maybe minimizes others who who some who have that same understanding and you're like trying to like um mm-hmm. what is the word I'm looking for um um validate yourself when really education doesn't validate you in that sense you know but at the same time I'm like dude I this I got an advanced degree in this you can't tell me something that I have an advanced degree in it's like you're telling right. your doctor you're t- it's like it's like you're telling the doctor oh yeah uh my my uh <laughs> my vaccination uh, gave me autism and the doctor's like no we've studied this a long time it doesn't do that right sorry you know, I, I went s- to the university of google i know more than you now that's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? I googled, I googled it, and uh, you're wrong because I read an article on the Nation, or I read an article in some conservative <laughs> magazine, right? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Breitbart, yeah, but yeah, you know, those guys are lying to you too because they're not telling you the whole truth. Nah. All they're doing is playing into your emotion, and you're believing it, and you but, fall right into the trap. And and this particular person who um, is also a huge climate science denier. Because in their mind, um, oh, the Earth has been around for all these years. Climate science has only been around for these few years. How could they dare know these things when they've been around a lot less than the planet? And it's like, yes, you know more than the people who science. You know more science than the science. Why don't we just put so, you in charge of everything? <laughs> so here's – but here is the ultimate, like – Lit, litmus test for it, okay? Those who 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 fell into the to the science science deniers camp, right? The the ones that said this is can't be true. They they've had to start somewhere, and they have to have read it somewhere. And the denialism didn't start with some guy who was a farmer and said this can't be true. No, these ideas are are um, thought of in think tanks and um, special corporate interests and mm-hmm. lobbyists and what, and even in, in some academic worlds, um, where they come up because they are being paid um, by grants and whatnot um, mm-hmm. to come up with these ideas in academics. Mm-hmm. So it starts somewhere, right? It has to start somewhere. But what they don't tell you is that the coal, the the oil industry, the they were all sued by their shareholders, like Shell and uh, Valero and all that, were sued by their shareholders because um, the companies were holding back research information as far as the 80s saying that mm-hmm. climate change is one of our biggest threats to our bottom line. Right. Right. The second thing mm-hmm. is the United States military, God bless their hearts, right, mm-hmm. says Climate change is, our, is our actually one of our biggest threats to our national security, right? Not just our national security, but just the security worldwide because people are mm-hmm. going to be – there There will be climate refugees moving back and forth looking for safe places to live, right? Just those right. two things alone is going to make you say, okay, well, those those two things say the two largest, strongest, and most um, 
uh, modernized industries in the world are saying these things exist, but it doesn't mm-hmm. exist because you read it on Breitbart or Fox News right. or some, you know, or from some email that you got from some chain that got sent to 30 million people and you're like number 330 <laughs> million, number 37 or whatever, you know. Or, or just triggers your cognitive dissonance. That's one of our biggest right. problems is people that are in their cognitive dissonance. Like, they just can't change their opinion. No, because they believed it and it's real. And even if you showed them or even went to places that uh, are being highly affected by it and go, no, no, this happens. It's okay that your island is underwater that once thrived here for 800 years. Yeah. You know, no, no, it's okay. It happens. You just, you just got to, you just got to buy another house somewhere else. Yeah. 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 You just got to buy your house somewhere else. You got to sell your house and move, move somewhere else. You're like, dude, my, I've been here 800 years. Like where the fuck am I going to go? 800 years. You know, it's like the Jews are the only one that don't have to move. Right. Everybody else has to move. Right. But, 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 uh, but, but those, yeah. I, I think your only hope at that point is, um, Hopefully you're female. Hopefully somehow you get pregnant and hopefully in a way that isn't traumatizing to you. And then you just hit up Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro will be your sugar daddy because he oh, just yeah. doesn't want you to go Planned Parenthood. So yeah, 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 yeah. There, there's a video clip out there somewhere where Ben Shapiro says, I will give you money. So, you know, like, get your ass pregnant and hit up Ben Shapiro. He'll be your sugar daddy. I'm sure his yeah. wife will understand. Is yeah, he married? Yeah, but, married right? yeah, no, he is. I think he's like uh, he's he's been in a, either married or long term relationship, something. But but he's with, with guys like either. yeah, but with guys like yeah, highly uh, <laughs> with guys like him, what what happens is this, okay? When when you hear these like um, these these multi million dollar thinkers come out and they're trying to espouse these. Uh, these thoughts and, and try to put it into mainstream. And then they're saying that the reason why that they don't work in the mainstream is because they're highly opposed by the left. They just don't work. They're bankrupt ideas. And with guys like him and, and, and he's Harvard educated, right? Or he's, he's a Ivy league Something. educated was yeah. his parents. His, he, he just didn't come out of nowhere. Like he didn't come out of the fucking, his, his parents were making $15,000 a year. You know, and he went through community college to go to Harvard type of shit. You know what I mean? He was privileged, yeah. Yeah, he was. He lived a very. He lived and still lives a very privileged life, right? So when he goes, well, I made my money my own way. Yeah, you did, but you also went to a school where you essentially paid for those types of um, um, avenues to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's one way of thinking it. Okay, here's how it really begins. Remember, this always begins somewhere. Those types of guys always go to some type of uh, private schools. And then those private schools are sometimes often funded or get grants from think tanks as well. So, and he's part of these societies and these programs and they read these books and do, and you know, study these SATs and whatnot. This thought is built in since he was like fucking four years old, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Starts somewhere. So he's not like this, you know, new thought. He's just... He's just um, a younger face on the same old shit. That's all it is. <laughs> all it is. I'm going to hashtag that. A young face on old shit. That's all he is, right? Pretty much. <laughs> oh, geez. 
I was prepared to keep the conversation going until he pulled that one out. Well, he's not the only one, though, right? If you think of Tommy Lauren, Tommy Lauren's another one. The biggest fucking oh. shit troller in the world. Okay, has no original thought. At least I give it to um, Ben Shapiro. At least I give it to Ben Shapiro that he can talk fast and put really big words together, mm-hmm. and somehow he mesmerizes you, right? And I get that. That that gets that one side of the of of the equation. She's the other side of the equation, right? She's yeah. the good looking blonde. Um, that 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 if you don't like America pounding on the table, then you should leave. You know we love our country. We stand over the you know that type of thing, right? She's the that that emotion side where she's got that um, homely girl look, right? Yeah, dude, she was twenty something years old out of college, you know, on the blaze, and um, the way that she was getting blown up was because she was going on these uh, these these mad these. Mad mom in a soccer van, uh, you know, type of rants, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's how she got her start. But, but if you really listen to her shit, it's the same thing. She's just right. a younger face on the same shit that they've been expounding for the last fifty fucking years, right? Or since the inception of her politics. Nothing. There's nothing new about her ideas. She doesn't say it eloquently. She doesn't come out thoughtfully. She can't argue any points because she's been on TV. Mm-hmm. She can't. She can't. And then, and then when she does finally have her own thought, and she's like, "Hey, what do you mean you're going to regulate my body?" Right? When she was like, "So this pro-abortion, and like her then body." Was, then she gets fired. <laughs> so she gets fired, right? <laughs> And you would think she would learn and go, oh, my God, these fucking people really don't care about me and being an individual if they're con- trying to control me. Mm-hmm. Right. You're like, hello, stupid. You know, <laughs> no, no, because because they're so they're so they're so ideologues that they'll stay in the party and go, well, because we believe in limited government. Yeah. Well, your government's trying to regulate your body. How limited is that? Right. You and, know, well, the. the- <laughs> All right, so let's do, let's quickly dive into a bigger, deeper hole. Is the only reason why the Republican Republican Party believes in limited government is because over the decades they have used government to get what they want. And now that they have what, once they got what they wanted, then they said, "Oh, let's small government, small government," because they wanted government out of their business. Once they used government to get what they wanted, yeah. Well, here's here's a theory of like where they where they kind of felt like it went downhill was that mm-hmm. um, some things were getting passed and, and, and people were able to take it on the chin back home was mm-hmm. because they had um, they had poor mm-hmm. spending. They had these these bills that would come up and they would be big. They would be big spending bills and they would start off at one, you know, let's say, you know, seven point eight million and. Mm-hmm. By the time it got to, you know, this thing and whatever to get enough support, somebody needed a new road, a new bridge. Someone needed a new to fix their airport. Some some congressmen needed uh, money to fix their port of entry or, you know, just their Mm -hmm. port in general, whatever it is. Right. They needed 10 new post offices and they're like, we need you to support this. And they're like, well, throw some money in there for my post office and I'll fucking support it. Right. (laughs) Even though they're against spending. Right. They're against spending. Right. How are we going to how are we going to, you know, spend and and that's how things got passed. And all of a sudden that, you know, 700 million thing went up to 800 million was because they got pork in there and they were like, OK, well, I'll support it now because <laughs> I got my I got my shit. Right. So 
that's I think the theory is that's where shit went downhill was then when they got rid of that under John Boehner, um, former speaker of the House. Uh, he got rid of it. And I think that's where it really went downhill. And and he and, and he's he's the one that came up with that theory was um, was because he was pushed by the Tea Party Republicans to get rid of it. Not so much himself, because he's an old school guy who knew how to grease the wheels and money greased the wheels back then. He knew that he got caught. Funny facts okay, about John Boehner. John Boehner was handing out checks on on the floor of Congress uh, to other members of Congress from guess who? The tobacco industry. Mm. The tobacco industry was uh, was handing out campaign checks or some type of money, and he was caught on C-SPAN with the you know and everything, handing the checks, going down, pulling them out of his pocket, giving them the money, on, on the floor of Congress. Nice. Right. So he knew how money worked. Yeah. That guy was about as crooked as anybody else. Right. <laughs> right. Um, well, with yeah, that said, with that said, mm-hmm. Stash, we are going to take a super quick break. Let our listeners uh, listen to some fine music. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the Spreckers and Area 51. So yeah. enjoy the music and we'll see you soon. himself a new drink his drink wasn't cold enough for his liking and he is a prima donna now he has to have the perfect everything in order to record so i hope his uh, appetite has been sated so we can t- continue this great podcast i think we had an awesome first half and uh, i think the second half is gonna be as good if not better and um so funniest thing is uh we have a bunch of people I think at least a million plus. I kind of touched on this with our uh, latest latest podcast that dropped late Sunday, early, I'm sorry, late Friday, early Saturday. Um, About a million people have signed up to raid Area 51. Stupid. Uh, So dumb. uh, And not that I want to turn tonight's episode into everything I've fought over Facebook for in the last 12 hours, but... <laughs> another but that's what separate, our life is. Another but that's separate, what our life is. Exactly. <laughs> another conservative friend of mine uh, posted some stupid shit early this morning. I, I got up super early today because I had to work overtime, 
but I got up even earlier than I needed to because um, I really need my Honda to pass smog. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm going to do whatever's necessary to quote, to complete this quote unquote drive cycle. And part of that, and I think I did it. We'll find out tomorrow. So next time we um, record, I will, I will post whether my Honda passed smog or not. What is um, it? Fifty miles or thirty miles or something? You, what is you it? know, I found some YouTube video that said like, you know, some dude from actually not too far from me, up here in California. Um, he basically said, just start your car, start your car cold, mm-hmm. let it set for ten minutes. As quickly as he can, get somewhere to where he can drive at least 65 miles an hour for six miles. I tried it yesterday. You know, me and uh, me and little Uppy went out in the back roads. Um, we tried it, but I could get about five miles, but not quite six. And so today I was like, screw it. I got to get up early anyway, so I'll get up even earlier. And I'm just going to be damned if I embarrass myself. I'll just do it on the freeway. So I did it on the freeway. I did... Um, I did the same like I had found for my car that the way to figure out without having that stupid computer thingy that you can buy, if yeah. you put the key into the on position for 20 seconds, like the check engine light will be on. Yeah. And it says it'll be on for 20 seconds. And it says if everything is a go, if every system check has been completed, after 20 seconds, that check engine light will just shut off. If it is not if those system checks haven't been completed, then it'll blink five times. And yesterday after Little Uppy and I went out, I tried it twice, both times. The check engine light blinked. And then today after going on the freeway, um, on my way back towards my house, I got stopped by a train. So I was like, well, now's as good a time as any to check out to see if it worked. And I put, I turn off my car, put it in park, put the key in the on position. And after 20 seconds, it just turned off. So I'm very hopeful when I go in tomorrow morning that my car will pass smog finally because my registration was due, which I did pay, (laughs) but it was due on June 18th and we're almost into August and I'm going to be driving to Vegas next Sunday. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I need this damn thing to pass tomorrow. So I will update us all, you all, um, next time we record to let you know how it went. Because first thing tomorrow morning, I plan on getting it done. So, oh, but stupid freaking car thing. To tie you back into the Area 51 thing, while I'm waiting around for 10 minutes as my car is running and it's just sitting in front of my house running, and I'm not going to keep my eyes off of it because. I definitely yeah. don't want my car to be stolen. And uh, so one friend, quote-unquote friend, by the way, posts on Facebook some stupid meme about how you all are wanting to raid Area 51 looking for aliens, but you get mad about ICE raiding houses for aliens. And that was a perfect time for me to exercise my own personal thoughts. The people in which I believe who are interested in raiding Area 51 are Trump supporters. Yeah. The people who I'm aware of on my Facebook, who I'm pretty sure lean conservative, are the only ones who have posted about it. The people who I'm sure of who lean liberal are the ones mocking the people. (laughs) And that started a whole battle. So, um I think we got what I think this is going to go down in September. 
is it? I think it's planned for September that they're going to do the thing. Something like that, yeah. Like, why wait so close yeah, to football something. season? Do it now while we're waiting for football. Let's get this entertainment started. Happen. It ain't going to happen. That Some, thing's so secured. It, it's going to happen, and I'll tell you, here's my theory. And this is strictly uh-huh. a theory. This is strictly an opinion. This is not fact. I think there's over a million people who have shown interest in this. I think the number is too large to where it won't still happen. It won't be a million. It probably won't even be a hundred thousand. But yeah, <laughs> some someone's showing up. <laughs> I don't know where the meeting spot is, but someone is showing up because there's just too many numbers for not. Like, I don't think it'll ultimately happen because I think so few will show up that they're like, yeah, no. Here, but here's the thing. You don't want to have to overwhelm them? That's what I'm saying. Just 5,000 people show up. It'll overwhelm them. <laughs> they don't have 5,000 troops to take everybody in. That's all they got to do. 5,000 people just got to show up. That's it. Nothing else. 5,000 people. It'll freak the fuck out of the United States government that 5,000 people are standing outside their gate. Because they well, can't arrest 5,000 people. They can't round up 5,000 people in that entire time. They cannot. They cannot. But don't they, they have, have enough resources? Do you, think, do you think whatever is there is worth protecting through death? No, I think or whatever... would that be the litmus test? Well, considering that we've shot kids, uh, college kids in Ohio, I'm not surprised what the National Guard or whoever it is going to go out there is willing to do. All right. So I'm going to quickly blow a hole in my own argument. Um, I do recall a real life scenario. This is a real life scenario where conservative old ass white thinking white people took over that uh, federal land in what, Oregon? A few years ago? Not a damn thing happened yeah. to them. Yeah, so, yeah. actually one Shit. thing happened. I, well, no, one thing did happen is that um, one guy, one of the leaders was shot. Like um, one of the main guys was was trailed and uh, pulled over and they knew it was going to be a firefight. They were ready for it and they shot and killed him right in the middle of the road. Like they knew it, but the thing is, okay, if if it was okay, so so I I hear your theory, and then so I'm gonna add to your theory, okay? okay. Is this the reason why nothing happened to them was because of Waco and Ruby Ridge, okay? That's why nothing happened to them. They didn't want another incident like that. The federal government's not afraid of black and brown people, right? Or even Japanese, because they'll throw them all into internment <laughs> camps. And now that we got now, right? They're not afraid. They know what to do. They've right. labeled them black extremists, right? They know how to kill them off. Yeah. What they're afraid of is white people armed to the teeth. Right. And that's what they're afraid of. They don't want that that incident again where it's going to pop up, you know, give this fear of the federal government. Now, if it was all like Oath Keepers, white guys like that showing up, oh, it would be... It'd be interesting, but mm, everyday people like you and me, it ain't going to happen. If it does happen, <laughs> I might actually go out there with it. What? Yeah, I I'd go. Oh, well, I'd, I I would go and report on the front lines. I would act like I was a journalist in some fashion. 
<laughs> and I would take vo- photos and videos. Nah. And um, you have to send no me hell no. Phone. I ain't going to Area Fifty One. What the fuck do I care about an alien? They exist. And what? And and when am I supposed to be impressed or not impressed by it? We're not. We're dude. This fucking world is so old. Our our planet is so old, and somehow we think we're the only people. No, Shit, no. you don't need to go because you have a significant other. I'm pretty sure the people who are going to go. A portion of them, I'm not sure what percentage, let's just say 20% of them, need mm-hmm. someone to love. These are the yeah. same people who probably can't get a date on FarmersOnly.com or mm-hmm. MAGA.com. I, I, I don't know whatever that Trump dating website is because these people can't get dates with regular people because they're too, too batshit crazy. But aliens might be their last best shot. That so, might be their only thing. I, I, it's a ruse. It's it's just it's gonna be a one big old orgy in the middle of a fucking desert. It's just <laughs> what all, all it's gonna be is like we're yeah, let's go raid Area Fifty One. No, it's just gonna be another fucking Burning Man, but for like the less cool, you know, for for those <laughs> no, who cool. couldn't afford to go to Burning Man, you know, whatever, you know, right? You know, it'd be like that. Yeah, that's all it's gonna be. It's just gonna be called, um, you know, Area Fifty One Rave, you know, and it's gonna be bunch of fat white guys with other fat white girls excuse me i don't nothing against fat guys but <laughs> fat girls but just just out of the ordinary just just nothing special just these people where you're like good now we got a bunch of stupid people together and then now we're all pissed because that's the second group of bunch of stupid people that we got together besides Congress and in, in the Senate and you know mm-hmm. you're like fuck now we got all these other groups of stupid people together what are we going to do don't don't underestimate them. Something's gonna happen. So, it just cause they've seen too many movies. It won't be what it's intended to be, but yeah, I I don't know. And at the end of the day, too, and I I mentioned this Friday night. Uh, turns out it's a dude from Bakersfield <laughs> who started it all. Some guy who's Is in front of us, yeah. <laughs> I believe that. It had to be Bakersfield. Thank you, Bakersfield. It had to be Bakersfield. Fuck yeah. It would have been I'm better if it was be Baker. Baker would have been better. That's out there in the middle of nowhere, closer to Area 51, hot as shit. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's going out towards that area. Anyway. And I, I'm not saying it's just because I'm going to be driving through there in a week from now, but yeah. Yeah, Baker's one of the last stops. Yeah. 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 What better than like like Los Bonos? Imagine if some guy was sitting in that the only McDonald's with Wi-Fi in Los Bonos came up with it, and like that was his thing, you know. And they did like a documentary on him, and he was like <laughs> sitting, sitting at the only McDonald's in Los Bonos that had Wi-Fi. He came up how, with how, the hashtag Raid Area Fifty One. It'd be great. It would have been. You know how much better my I shit myself story would have been if I had been in Los Banos and not. Baker or Bakersfield, yeah, yeah, right. Bakersfield. I shit myself in the toilet, yeah. That'd oh, been yeah, hilarious. Yeah. That'd been cool. No, and then the rest of the fucking world would be like, "Where the fuck is Los Bonos?" This is what you, yeah. Look it up, please. It's not too far from where I live. It's about an hour <laughs> from here. But what you need to do next Sunday, if you got the time, <laughs> get in GarageBand, set up a recording, call me on speakerphone, and check in on me. Um, live while I'm driving to Vegas to see if I shit myself again. So, 
<laughs> I might do I might do the free session or whatever. I may pay for the for the session so I can call you and get it recorded. <laughs> I don't think you have to pay. Just you know, get your microphone set up to your laptop, which you're doing right now, like I'm doing right now. Uh, hit recording GarageBand and then just put me on speaker and put your phone. And then put the it on. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just checking on because I I mean that's probably only realistically because I'm by myself and I'm not dealing with the three year old's bladder on this trip. I probably do it in about seven hours. That's pushing it, but I can probably do it in seven hours, especially if my especially if my car passed smog this week. Um, I'm not going to give a shit. So I'll probably drive about ninety when I can drive ninety. That's how I roll. So I'm going to call me checking on because I mean I'm my Honda doesn't have the fancy uh, gadgets as I mean the the tape deck. Oh, sorry, the tape deck doesn't have one of those. The CD deck is so worn out. It won't play CDs anymore. So literally, all I have is AM, FM radio. So I'll probably just be singing to myself for seven hours. So you don't even have an auxiliary cord. Not even an auxiliary. Uh, cord. And in two thousand three, no, no. Oh, it's an O three. No, those are auxiliary cords in O three. No. Damn. That is. So probably harsh. I might just. Maybe for a brief moment, listen to some downloaded podcasts. I don't know. We'll see. But you can do yeah, like you can do so like half a earbud. You can do like <laughs> half a earbud. You know. Yeah. You can always do half a earbud, so you can always listen to something. Yeah, I'll probably be GPSing yes. with my iPad and then doing whatever. Okay. What time? What time are you going to leave though? So I know that we can call you. By my estimation, I'm probably going to leave home around. This is, and this is what I did two years ago. It's probably what I'll do now. It's very hard for me to want to leave. So I'll probably leave around two in the afternoon. Okay. I will, which will I'll call probably, you, I'll be able to call you halfways in between. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably oh. be somewhere near, um, I'll probably be about an hour east of Bakersfield at that point. I might be in that area that we already mentioned, Baker. I probably most definitely won't be in Barstow by then, but yeah, I'll, I'll probably be halfway through my trip. Okay, I and will call you when, shit free. when you're on your trip. Shit free, yeah. Yes, we will. We will know. No coffee. No hot stuff. No hot sausages. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I, I might. Um, <laughs> and take a and take so, a roll of baby wipes just in case. Exactly, because um, I'll probably try to make sure I'm logged into the Uppy and Stash um, Twitter on my phone because currently, like. So when I post on Twitter, I'm posting from my laptop at home because on my actual yeah. cell phone, I'm logged into my personal Twitter, and I just don't want to deal with switching between the two. Um, but I, our um, Twitter, our page's Twitter is linked through our page's Facebook. So I might do updates along the way, like, hey, four farts, no sharks kind of thing. I, you, you never know. <laughs> Here. I'll I'll post I'll post on our Twitter right now. Here's that being the stash. I'll take a picture of our quick little session. <laughs> Try to get our beer in here. Hold on. Okay. So um we're down to just a few more minutes. Do you have any um, any last words? Any last things? Yeah, uh, my last thing is um, 
is this. Always remember that uh, this is always uh, who we've been as a country. And, and so don't act surprised when the emperor has no clothes type of events are going on. It's just now more out there and be trying to become more normalized. But um, let's not um, ignore it and let's not normalize it um, when we talk about other things about the person. We normalize it, right? Because we're humanizing them. Right. Um, and we should always point it out and call it out and stamp it out and show what truly how um, egregious their behavior is and their thoughts. And we have to ask ourselves, as if we're truly going to make ourselves a better place, is this the way to do it? Right. Very well said. That's my thoughts. And your thoughts? My thoughts are, if you listened to our last episode, happy thoughts colon stash lots you will mm-hmm. learned everything i've always believed about this show stash is most definitely the smart one he is the trade pack he's the trade parker to my matt stone <laughs> it takes both of us but clearly there's one true talent um stash he knocked it out of the park um he, he said some awesome things i never thought of um so just thank you for being the smart one willing to hang out with me and do this with me I, I'm I'm the blessed one. I just googled everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I did. I just googled everything. I, I had to edit the <laughs> shit out of my part. Yours I barely touched. <laughs> no, it's a good. It's been fun. This is no. this is a great. We're we're well into the summer. We got plenty of things coming up. So uh, hang in there, guys. Um, the one episode where we're going to call in and get posted almost that same day. I'm going to call it in and post it that same day Perfect. Um, on, on Uppy's trip. And we'll see if he's wearing in a diaper just like NASCAR and um, yeah. uh, astronauts do. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah, we'll keep you updated. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. As always, thank you for being our fans. We love you. Um, we're going to record as much as we can this coming week. Hopefully we got our... Hopefully, no promises, we can get our new normal midweek thing. Um, as it stands, unless it falls apart, we have Brent and Liberty joining us Saturday night. Um, possibly Mrs. Uppy. And uh, just stay tuned. We're going to keep pumping out the good content because it has been good lately and it'll just keep getting better. So, with that said, um, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. In the back room Hope it's not the creatures from above You used to read me stories As if my dreams were boring We all know conspiracies are dumb door open all night I know the CIA would say what you hear is all hearsay wish someone would tell me what was right oh.
still a skeptic, yes, you know me. 